MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. I guess he's late again, huh? Guess again. It's Friday! Good morning. It's Friday. The weekend is here. I'm all over the place. I just got an amazing package at work. What you get? A Telfire nice down coat with a matching headband with a matching bag. Oh, shout out to, to Telfar. This is amazing. It is beautiful. I got to reach out to Telfar because I'm doing Telfar for all aunties, family members, friends. For everybody for Christmas this year, I got to reach out to them ASAP. Well, they got these puffer coats and all mm-hmm. these different colors. Mm-hmm. Super cute. All right. Well, I'm out at Bethune-Cookman University, HBCU out in Daytona, Florida. I'm here broadcasting live. So uh, the students want to say what's up. Say what up, y'all. What's up? What's yeah, up, so, guys? So what you got them doing? I don't got them doing nothing. You know what it is? Part of what I wanted to do since I graduated from Hampton University and the Breakfast Club was I wanted to go to different HBCUs and broadcast so the students can actually see it and see behind the scenes what we do and how we do it. So uh, I was just in a conversation with Pepsi a couple of weeks ago, and this is not paid. I'm not getting paid for this. 
And Pepsi was like, yeah, well, we have connections with all the colleges. Let's do it. And, you know, I'm like, all right. And they just started saying, if you in town, let's do it. And they just started sending up different universities. So I'm excited. I'm hype about this because it gives students where they can actually see it. I didn't know what I, I didn't know if I wanted to do radio. I didn't know what radio actually was, how to tease, how to do breaks. So the fact that we here is is it's always great. Even now though Hampton University is the best HBCU, but don't say that in front of these like, Bethune Cookman students. And, it, don't look at them. And <laughs> they how, might jump me now. And how do we know you graduated? I got a diploma in my mama house. What you mean? How do you know I graduated? How I did graduate. do we know? My diploma in my mama house. Don't make me call my mama right now and get we a need picture. A, of it. We need evidence. <laughs> we need evidence. And let me ask you this: What exactly are you doing? That they're what with, am I doing right now? No, I'm set up. I'm telling witnessing. them the history. I'm telling them the history of the Breakfast Club. What work are you doing for the Breakfast Club? Right now? I'm doing a lot of work. I'm doing a lot of work. What? I'm doing research. (laughs) All right. Well, why don't you introduce Front Page News? What are we talking about in Front Page News? I'll be talking about the football scores for last night. What about you, Yee? We'll be talking about Shanquella Robinson, the woman who died in Mexico. It Mm -hmm. is now being investigated as femicide, and we'll tell you what that is. Originally, they were trying to say that she had alcohol poisoning, and that's how she died, but clearly that's not the case. All right, we'll get to all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's Friday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in Thursday night football, the Titans beat the Packers 27-17. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, let's talk about Shanquella Robinson, uh, the woman that died in Mexico. It is now being Mm -hmm. investigated as a femicide. That is a form of gender-based violence. The family of Shanquella, she was only 25 years old from Charlotte, North Carolina, are still trying to figure out what happened. They want answers after she died while vacationing with quote-unquote friends in Mm. Mexico last month. She went with six of her friends. On October 28th, they stayed at a rental villa. And this was in Fundadores. It's an exclusive gated community. They have vacation homes there, a private beach club. Mm -hmm. And the next day... Her parents got a frantic uh, telephone call from her friend saying that she had died. They said she wasn't feeling well and that it was alcohol poisoning. However, the autopsy report and death certificate that was obtained by ABC News lists her cause of death as severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation with no mention of alcohol. Mm. It also states the approximate time between injury and death was 15 minutes. And uh, they asked whether the death was accidental or violent. They said yes. That box was checked wow. off. So right now they are trying to figure out what happened and get some answers. And somebody needs to come forward. Yeah, one of her six. Or I, w- I wouldn't even consider them friends. But one so of those they're all people, going down. So somebody yeah, needs to say. Somebody what needs to speak up because somebody wasn't involved with it. Somebody was in another room, and somebody can tell what happened. It ain't snitching. That young lady lost her life. Her mother's trying to bury her peacefully. And somebody knows what happened. Those those aren't her friends. They said that they brought the bags back, dropped the bags allegedly at the mama's house and broke and out. left that body there. Like somebody needs to say something. And this there's is just there's a ridiculous. video that's online. It has not been verified. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, her mother identified the people in the footage as the friends who accompanied her to Mexico. And she said she believes it was taken during a trip. And in the video, you can hear somebody asking if she could at least fight back. And she was naked during that. She was fighting naked. Nobody stopped that. They were videotaping that. That's not your friend. That is not your friend. And and all those people involved should be ashamed of themselves. And that poor mom and condolences to that family. Goodness gracious. All right. I don't have a, a good news right now either. R&B singer B. Smith 
has passed away. He was only 28 years old. And that is after a battle with pulmonary fibrosis. His brother posted on his page, Hello, I'm Denzel B. Smith's brother, and today, regretfully, I have to announce that my brother has passed away this morning from respiratory failure after a long battle with pulmonary fibrosis. Here's what he had to say. I'm making this video today because I have some sad, sad news. Today, my brother passed away earlier this morning, to be exact. He passed away and um, with a fight that he was having with a lung condition. Very tough for me to make this video because I thought I never would have to make something like this. I never dreamed of making a, a video like this. So I ask that you guys bear with me if I'm if you, if I may be coming off like I'm stuttering or slow with my words. But um, I'm just making this video for the behalf of my family. That, and we ask right now at this particular moment that you guys uh, respect our wishes of privacy and that we accept all the love and condolences on his behalf. Um, everything is it's, it's a tough time right now. That is so sad. B. Smith is a Florida native. He made his musical debut in 2012. He was signed to Motown Records, mm -hmm. and that's when he released Let Go. And if you guys recall, this is his song, Twerkaholic. She's a twerkaholic. She's a twerkaholic. She's a twerkaholic. She needs me to get her started. My love is gonna get her faded. She said my love is so intoxicated. And most recently, he released the follow-up Twerkaholic Part 2. According to his brother, he said, My brother was very excited to see a lot of you create challenges for his latest release single, Twerkaholic Part 2. While he was in the ICU, it really brought him a big smile to his face. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Rest in peace to that, brother. All right. What, what did you say he passed? How, how did he pass? Pulmonary fibrosis. What and is that? I, so, I'm not even going to act like I know. Yeah, actually, I looked it up when I was uh, doing the article. So it's when lung tissue becomes damaged and scarred, and then it thickens, and that stiff tissue makes it more difficult for your lungs to work properly, and as it, be it worsens, you get more and more short of breath. And so, yeah. yeah, they said doctors can't normally pinpoint what's causing the problem. I think that's... That's how heavy oh. D pass too, right? Hello, Charlemagne. Hey, Charlemagne. Nice, nice, nice to be I think that's how heavy D pass yeah, I believe. Wow. Well, rest in peace to that, brother. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, uh, Charlemagne. Oh, no, I got my headphones on. Yeah. He's, he's um, Heavy D had up. a pulmonary embolism. Oh. It was caused by a blood clot in his leg. In his leg, yeah. And then he also suffered from heart disease. All right. You got your headphones on, man? Yes. Why? Uh, I'm at Bethune-Cookman University, HBCU out in Florida, and I was telling I him about doing, you know, doing breaks and being on time, and I was like, you know, the breakfast club, that's what we do. And then, bro, you come 10 minutes late. Oh, Uncle Charlotte hurt this morning. Okay, I think I got a... T I, may, I may, might be being ex uh, exaggerating, but I think I got a torn bicep. I'm going to the doctor after the show. A torn... They sitting here laughing at you, bro. A torn bicep? Yeah. The hell are you laughing at? <laughs> on, torn on, on, on athletic little bastards? Okay. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, my God. Goodness gracious. Well, Clearly, y'all don't... Charlotte, guys. Where the athletes at? Where the football players and the Goodness basketball gracious. players that know about uh, those type of injuries? Okay? Who you in there with? Huh? About a bunch of Bethune Cookman University students. What well, they get major, it off your what chest. What they majoring in? Influencing? Communications, you ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, maybe a coworker came late, whatever it may uh, be. Whoa, pause. What? I said, maybe you... Oh, came late. You can't be on this body, bro. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, what's up, Envy? 
Trav. Hey, what's up, Trav? Uh, hey, Trav. Hey, boo. Peace, sis. Sorry. Yo. That's what I did he wrong me, y'all. How? Did he wrong you? How? Yeah, that's what I did he wrong me. Because he said he was going to do this challenge. He's got to move on challenge. And he was going to pick a winner. And he did his song. He remixed his song. He put it out there. And all these artists be doing this. And then they never picked the winner. And I killed his song. Mm. How you mean they never picked the winner? Maybe they, they just didn't pick you. No, no, no. I don't know. I mean, what, like, if he you didn't see, his page, you didn't see it announced. Picked, oh, you didn't see it announced. Like, like, he, like, he never announced. And one, mine was dope, Sean. Like, mine's literally probably the best one. It was, it was really dope. Mad? It was dope, Trav. It was dope. Trav, are you really mad you didn't get picked for a challenge? He wants to know who got picked. Now, I want to know who got picked. Even if somebody got picked, it's the fact that you say you're going to pick someone and you're going to, you know, co-sign them. And all these people did the challenge. And then you just never came and then picked anybody. Oh, you and sound, you do sound really sad, it. Trav. I feel you bad. Do. You know what? Trav, what? Trav, Trav, Trav. Guess what, Trav? What's you, up, star? You got to move on, bro. <laughs> what up, Goodbye, Trav. Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, man. Good morning. This is Coach Davis, Charlemagne, Angela Yee. How y'all doing this morning? Buenos dias. Great, great, great. Hey, listen, I'm calling... About that young lady, man, over in Mexico. You know, we say tongue in cheek with friends like these who needs enemies, mm. but mm-hmm. this goes to show that that saying is so true, man. You know, I, as a father with two kids, a, a son 24 and a daughter 19, yo, this is my worst nightmare, man. And, right. and I don't know, I don't know how I would be able to to live with myself knowing that her so-called friends. You know, and I put air coats on that. Went down with her. She went down with them, and she's the only one not coming back to me, man. Yeah. I, somebody got to die. I hate to say it like that, but seriously. Not no, my, I, not my I, daughter. I understand. I understand that feeling. You know? and, and like you said, so-called friends. I was raised as a kid, and I'm sure he was and Charlemagne was, that if you go somewhere with your friends, y'all all go back together if that's your friend. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we all went clubbing with our peoples, you know what I'm saying? Yo, there's no way that my man's getting to a fight and I'm not in there trying to either get them out of it or, or we, we all going at it. Is that it was each crazy? other, though. That was the thing. They were fighting each other. Like, if there was six people and yeah, not one man. person saying, stop, chill out. Not one person um, says you ain't gonna the do this. Nicole, the cold-heartedness to just leave her, leave her there, and just go home, yeah. back home. Like, and she Damn. wasn't even fighting. They said you're not gonna fight back. Like, no, nah, she wasn't. That's she not was, a fight. That's no, you was, getting jumped. You know, I had, I had, up, yeah. I had, I had a friend, you know, who happened to go on vacation down to Africa, and and unfortunately, she didn't come back home, and she didn't go by herself. But that was because the the state, you know, the country had to do an autopsy, and I get that. But the callousness of just not coming back home without her, but also going to the mother's house and, like, not even consoling the mother or not even trying to explain to the mother. Like, yo, what kind of not... What, what, who, who birthed them, man? I'm trying to tell you, what man. Kind of yeah, it's them? very sad. We're we living in a different era, bro. I'm telling you, humanity is, humanity is done. Like... You know, somebody said to me the other day, they feel like technology is ruining humanity. I don't know what's ruining it, but it's not around no more. And like we had that conversation the other day um, about trying to protect your kids. And, you know, you say you can't protect your kids. You can't do it. But 
I'm sorry. I mean, the way my anxiety set up, I'm going to try to protect my kids. My daughter just turned 21 and I took her to Mexico myself. I went with her. Um, not that I don't trust her friends, but I don't trust her friends. You know what I mean? It's, it's very important. <laughs> not that you know I don't I mean? trust her friends, but and I don't trust her way, friends. Listen, we're, we're, we're fathers. We're, you know, it's different. Like, there ain't no such thing as trusting other people. You know what I mean? Because there's nobody yeah. that's going to love our, our little ones like we do. You know? Absolutely. So, well, get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Leonard. Hey, Leonard. Hi, Leonard. My name is Lennard, but everybody calls me Leonard because they when they can't yeah. pronounce Lennard. How you is How you yours spelled with an O? No. What is it? L-E-N-A-R-D. See, that's right. mine, but I'm Lennard because Leonard oh. is L-E-O-N-A-R-D. Bro, you want to be bougie so bad, man. Anyway, how y'all doing this morning? Lennard is fine. <laughs> we fine. What's up, brother? Uh, it's just cold here in Michigan. I woke up this morning, uh, this morning for work. There's snow on the ground, and I was not expecting it. I ain't got Bro, no it's winter coat. It's supposed no to be cold gloves. in Michigan right now. It's supposed to be cold in November, what, 17th, 18th? It's supposed to be cold. But there ain't supposed to be no snow on the ground is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it is. Thanksgiving is next week. I'm not I'm not shocked that it's snow on the ground in Michigan in late November. Yeah, I saw it snow the other day for a few minutes. Sometimes when I'm there, I'll, I'll go to bed, wake up, it snows for 10 minutes, and then it's over and the sun is out. Bro, I'm in Florida, and Florida's 45 degrees right now. It should be 78. It's, for, it's cold in Florida. What? That's crazy. What? What? <laughs> well, Leonard, thank you for, for for calling. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Mama Foot. I was calling because Charlemagne, you did donkey at the day the other week, and you said that the blind man got arrested. Did you mention anything about the lady on the news that said after they arrested him and handcuffed him, they proceeded to take his driver's license out of his pocket? No. <laughs> Right, driver's license. He's blind, like seriously. So you both need donkey of the day. Damn. So I, I, I gave him donkey of the day because they said he had a, a gun. Right. But she needed donkey of the day for talking about a driver's license, like dude. She probably real. just meant state ID. She meant she ID. Meant yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably had a license yeah, for ID purposes. Yeah. Well, no, that wouldn't make no sense either because he would still have to pass the driver's test. Nah, but when you go to, I think when you go to DMV, you could just get a state ID though. Yeah, you, you get like get a, a non-driver's license, ID. The non-driver's license. Oh, but if she, if she said, if she, yeah, she, she probably meant ID. But I, I don't know ID. what she meant. Who knows? Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? This Courtney Newby calling from Fort Benton in Georgia. Hey, what's up, Courtney? Get it off your chest. I want to get it off my chest. Uh, I'm at the military and I have been putting out this brief to my soldiers. And my soldiers were supposed to be there. And my supervisor was there and none of them showed up. Breakfast Club, I was so hot, I could have fought every last one of my soldiers by myself. But I had to be professional. And I just needed to, I just, I had to vent. I called them all in after work, and I made all of them come in, and I just gave like a 30 minute brief on how pissed off I was because professionally, and all of that was out the window. And they just, it was bad. So I haven't got over it. And I'm about to go to formation with them right now. And I just wanted to get it off my chest because if I don't leave it in this car right now, I'm going to take it with me out of there. Yeah, well, well, we'll leave it alone. I mean, you, you got your revenge. You got your get back now. Now move on. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just really hurt because I just felt like after 17 years, all my respect went out the window. You know what I mean? Like, I've been doing this 
for 17 years mm-hmm. and for for them to do that to me right then it just it just really put me in the place that I ain't want to be but uh, did you, you told them that though did you tell them that say again did you tell them that exactly what you just told us yeah, I did. I did. I, I put I put it out there. I laid it out there, and it, it was it was a bunch of head nodding, and you know, head nodding and understandable. Nobody really said the anything. Breakfast you know, Club. I got my point. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance, and you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to twenty five percent by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, I'm broadcasting from Bethune Cookman University. Bethune Cookman, what's happening? Yes. Hey. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things I wanted to do is start broadcasting from some of the HBCUs and showing the communications major how it is behind the scenes. And uh, we were able to do that. Shout to Pepsi. I was just kicking it with Pepsi. And, and Pepsi was like, I'll set it up. No money involved. I'm not getting paid for it. But I just wanted to do that, you know, to hit some of the, uni- the universities. So this is one of the first ones on the list. So Salute anyway, to Cookman. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Miguel. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, prosecutors are looking to call around 300 witnesses in the upcoming YSL RICO trial, according to Fulton County Prosecutor Adrian Love. Uh, They told the judge of their plans during a hearing that was yesterday, the trial that involves Young Thug and Gunna, as you know. It's going to start on January 9th, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Now, witnesses have become a recurring topic of conversation. Prosecutors filed a motion in July stating witnesses claimed they were being intimidated over their involvement. They were fearing for not only their own lives, but for their families' lives if they testify. Um, One witness who has been identified as a YSL associate was placed in protective custody in August after a document and part of a cooperating witness's statement was leaked online. Now the state has grave concerns about the safety of that named witness and other potential witnesses in this trial. According to a tweet from Atlanta objective reporter George Chidi, the state plans to call those witnesses. And he also said um, that they think that this will require three and a half months. And George uh, from the Atlanta Objective said, this is why I keep saying that the public discussion focused on lyrics misses the point. There is a lot of evidence in this indictment. Very little changes if the lyrics were not being used as evidence, which is why I think the DA should consider setting them aside. It's not that the use of lyrics isn't a public policy question. Plainly it is, but it isn't the kind of public policy question that will change the outcome here. Now, this is a Charlemagne the God conspiracy theory. I have no legal uh, backing at all mm-hmm. or no legal education I don't believe they have any case and I believe that the 300 um, uh, witnesses is a bluff that they're trying to call just to see if uh, they'll take a plea or something 
you tell somebody, hey, I got 300 witnesses that's going to testify against you. Yeah. And then you hope that, uh, you know, they, 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 they cop a plea in the case. I don't believe they have anything. Well, there's, yeah. 20, there's also 28 defendants, too. I don't so, even know what that means. There's 28 defendants, like 28 people with Young Thug and Gunna. Oh, oh, got you, got you. Fighting for their freedom. Yeah, I don't believe. I don't believe they got no case. 300 is a lot of people. I have 300 that's coming right. speak on that stand. That's a lot and of people. You, I agree. Yeah, I think they bluffing to see if they take a, a deal. That's right. If you say you got so much evidence, why you need 300 witnesses? If you got so much evidence. I mean, look, this is going to be three and a half months. I don't know what those witnesses have to say. You know, I don't believe they exist. That's just my personal opinion. And I still don't know how they still have Gunner in there. Like how was Gunner? They said Gunner wasn't involved in any any violent activity. They trying to make Why it fold. Gunner still there? Yep. All right. Well, staying in Atlanta, let's talk about future. He's on the cover of Billboard, and he talks about a lot of things and the life that he wanted, whether or not he's a role model. Here's what he said about what happiness is for him. I'm happy as f- I shouldn't be. <laughs> I shouldn't even be this f- happy. I'd be like, man, it's so much. That about me that's not right, man. Why I'm this happy? I'd be like, man, I don't even because it's just I'm living like I'm living my dream. All right, he also talked about his music and uh, making different music. But I had to make certain kind of music to go along with my career. Everything that was going on at the time, capitalizing off different moments. You know what I'm saying? And making rap, just doing like just creating from that from whatever going on at the time in the world whatever going on in my personal life just taking the energy from that and making music and as far as being a role model i think um i don't know that he considers himself that if i was a role model i wouldn't want them to do the same same exact thing that i'm doing because the shit that i do is like one of none you know what i mean i feel like i'm one of none like i don't feel like nobody need to be like me exactly how I am. I only can do this. I'm the only one that can do this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just from my personal life to musically. Like, and I can live like this. And people accept that because it's just me. I think if somebody else was doing they might wouldn't even accept that. He's definitely a role model. I mean, anytime you have influence on people, you're a role model. And Future definitely got influence. Well, he's also saying he don't think people should do what he does, though. I agree with that. Only he can. So as far as him being a role model, like, I want to be just like him, he's saying, no, that's not what his goal is here and one thing he said is his focus is to do something he's never done which is make a billion dollars he said i ain't done that so i'm focused on that and he Mm -hmm. also even talks about marriage if i was married at home with my kids man it'd be way different that's a life i never lived like something you dream about that's one of my dreams it's easy for other people but it's just for me it's just like rock star lifestyle is just it don't gel well. Even creating music, I just feel like I'm missing out on something if I don't make the music a certain kind of way. It's like I really dedicated my entire life to my fans. I dedicated my entire life to my music. Everything that I love, everything that I got, I put it in music, you know what I mean? I feel like I can have both, but when the time right, it ain't nothing that I'm really chasing, but I do dream of it, I do want it. I wonder if folks would accept a married future. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> Future so. has an identity, right? That people love. I wonder if they'll let him let 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 him grow. But I guess that's the. I don't know. Could he do both? Could he be like whatever yeah. his real name is, and then be the character Future at the same time? I don't think so, I, I, bro. I think he could. At, at some point, you got to shed the character. We all know that. That's right. He got to right. evolve. But I think he'll get to that billion mark faster with with a family. Man, what, is, what is a billion now? This is just a valuation nowadays. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he's chasing though. Being he said. a billionaire is like uh, having an NFT at this point. 
That is not true. It seemed like everybody. <laughs> it, seemed like, it seemed like everybody's a billionaire. NFT, I ain't no billionaire. Everybody's so. a billionaire. Then you, the billionaire, the billions can go away just that quick too. You're right. Just like it's just please. But NFTs with ten dollars, bro. Well. All right. Well, that is your rumor. Report. I identify as a billionaire. Oh, you identify as a billionaire. I identify as a billionaire. All right. Well, we got front page news. I dare you not to tell me about. I'm not one. You're not one. I, wow. That's billionaire phobic, bro. Are you gonna cancel me now? Yep. Yo, bro, I just want to tell you one thing. So I go to check in the hotel last night, right? I wasn't there. Oh, my gosh. You no, know, you wasn't there. I had my wife's ID, so I give the guy the ID, not even looking. <laughs> <laughs> right? Why do you have her ID? Because we just, we just went on vacation, and I have it on my wallet. Right? And he checked you in. He minded his no, business. No, he didn't. Well, no, after, after like three minutes, right, he's looking at me, and he's staring at me, right? But I don't know why he's staring. I put my hat down. I put my head low. I'm like, why do you keep staring at me? I'm thinking it's some racist-ish, right? Oh, he goes, man. uh. Uh, sir, uh, man, um, <laughs> they. He, he, goes, he goes, do you have a, a, a different ID? I go, why? He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is this you? Look, <laughs> not, I start dying, man, bro. That is so stupid. <laughs> I wish I'd have caught it earlier because I would have played with him all the way. I'd have been like, where's your manager? You Don't play with him. Why you always take it there? Yeah. Okay. All right, front page news next. What are we talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about Nancy Pelosi as she is stepping back from leadership. Uh, we'll tell you what she has to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This fall, a great night's sleep starts at Mattress Firm. Right now, get king beds for queen prices, queen beds for twin prices, and save up to $700 on select mattresses from top brands. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now with Thursday night football, the Titans beat the Packers last night, 27-17. What else we got, Yeezy? All right, well, Nancy Pelosi has stepped down as House Democratic leader. She's been leading the Democrats for the last two decades, and she announced yesterday that it's that's it. Here's what she had to say. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, speaking for the people of San Francisco, serving the great state of California, and defending our Constitution. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus. All right. She's led the House Democrats since 2003. That's the longest leadership run in either party. And uh, since Sam Rayburn, who was a Texas Democrat who died in office in 1961. And so she's 82 years old now. That's right. And people were reflecting on her legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, Tough, effective, focused, disciplined. They're talking about who's going to be the next speaker. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. That's my congressman, too, by the way. So shout out to Hakeem Jeffries. So hopefully uh, that's what happens. I know a lot of people will be excited for that. Hey, man, like you said, she's 82 years old, you know, staying in Congress. But, you know, it's time to let somebody else lead. They need new energy, you know, new ideas. And she did indicate a lot of this had to do with her husband being attacked. I'm sure. In their yeah, home, I'm sure, too. too. She tied all that. All right. Now, Twitter employees are heading for the exit. We told you guys about Elon Musk and his very hardcore work ultimatum. Basically, you have to commit to working in that environment or leave. And some employees have appeared to publicly indicate they chose the latter. On Thursday afternoon, Twitter staffers started posting the salute emoji, which has become a signal that someone is exiting the company. 
One Twitter employee said in a tweet that deciding to join the company was one of the easiest decisions ever made. Deciding to leave today was 100% the opposite. So a lot of employees, I guess, are deciding um, after that. They're calling it a mass exodus. And I think uh, what they're saying is they're going to have to shut down the offices for a period of time. Too. Yeah, what a toxic, Eeks. unpredictable work environment. Stop letting Elon, Elon Musk play with y'all. One day firing y'all, one day hiring y'all back. Have some dignity and walk away from them birds, man. All right. Now, yesterday, uh, there was a scramble by management to avoid losing too many workers because of that ultimatum. So Elon Musk sent an email to staff attempting to clarify his position on remote work because, you know, he wants everybody in the office. He said regarding remote work, all that is required for approval is that your manager takes responsibility for ensuring that you are making an excellent contribution and then he also sent a follow-up email 20 minutes later saying, at risk of stating the obvious, any manager who falsely claims that someone reporting to them is doing excellent work or that a given role is essential, whether remote or not, will be exited from the company. Listen, man, they got to unplug Twitter anyway. Okay, we one fake tweet away from a nuclear war. I've always felt like Twitter would lead to some Orson Welles, War of the Worlds type nonsense anyway. And, I, and every single moment of the day, we're inching closer and closer to that. Now, one How does it affect my blue check, though? One employee told CNN yesterday they plan to stay at the company because change is rarely influenced from the outside. So I guess they feel like on the inside. Unplug it, man. It's over. Disconnected. Turn the lights off on Twitter. You don't need it no more. All right. Yeah, people are complaining about Twitter. On mm -hmm. Twitter. It, ain't that the stupidest thing in the world? I haven't been on Twitter in four years because I know Twitter's not good for my mental you health. You be sending out tweets. No, no I don't. My, my, my Twitter is to it's totally... Instagram's probably connected to his Twitter. It's totally... No, it's not even connected to my Instagram. The only time they send stuff from my Twitter is when it's a promotion for, like, the TV show. Well, there's some tweets on there because I've been Ain't no it. personal tweets. All you see is promotion. Like, watch 1130 tonight on Comedy <laughs> Central. I saw, I saw one that said, hey, what y'all up to? That's a damn definitely ain't that I, ain't, I, ain't did, I ain't been on Twitter <laughs> in <laughs> four or five years. Yeah. Easily. Easily. <laughs> I ain't never, you I, up? I know Twitter not good for my mental health. I cannot. I don't even like Twitter. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines on this Friday. 800-585-1051. I'm broadcasting live from Bethune-Cookman University, HBCU, out in Daytona, Florida. And um, a student, I'm not going to say his name, came in a little late this morning. All right? He don't want to get on the mic? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get him on the mic a second. Now, he was mad because he said an uh, ex or girl <laughs> threw some ketchup, okay. some mustard and mayonnaise on his car this morning. Sound ketchup, like she, mustard, and mayonnaise. Sound like she so, wanted a cookout. Where was so the hot dogs asking, and the hamburgers? Those things are expensive right now, too. I know. Those things are expensive. So you know she must have been mad, man. Unless they were right? packets. So, so the, what's the craziest thing an ex did to you or your stuff? You want to come, come over here, gentlemen. Why, why, why did she do that, though? That was very specific. Come over here, young like, man. He must have took uh, another girl to Nathan's or something. Like, what'd you do? You, 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 you gave that bitch condiments? You took another girl out for hot dogs and hamburgers or something. Or cook that true? That's very specific for her to use condiments like that. So what happened? What did you do, sir? I, uh... You might as well say your name. We all hear your voice. I, uh... I just gave him some love. What? You, you did what? You gave him some love. He didn't say him. He didn't say gave him some love. He oh, I'm about to say it. Okay, now, now I understand the hot dog <laughs> angle. What happened? No, I just said I gave him some love and, uh... Them. He wanted some more. Mm. Oh, you hit. And, uh... <laughs> you hit. Basically. Okay. And then what happened? And then what happened? Because usually be, they throw you, ketchup and mayo when you you trash. You should be using condoms, young man. 
See what I'm saying? You go, see what I'm saying? You went, you went raw on something you ain't had no business going raw on. Now you act wondering why she acting crazy. Why men do that? Men men drive women crazy and then wonder why they act crazy. Oh, you were late too. Let's not start whoa. no rumors. Oh, shut up. He, he said you know what to do with that tongue last night. Was, you know what? We're not going to get into personal business. But 800-585-1051. What's the craziest thing an ex did to you or your stuff? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, I'm broadcasting live from Bethune-Cookman University out in Daytona, Florida. And we're talking to one of the students. He came a little late. He was a little upset. I guess he uh, thought he was doing his thing last night. Maybe not. When he, he had woke up with some ketchup and mustard and hot dogs and hamburgers and mayo. You ain't telling the car. right story. The young man came in and the young man said that he was having uh, sex with a young woman. Uh, he didn't say that. Yes, he did. He said he, it differently. How did he say well, it? Well, he, he said whatever he said, he basically was saying he was having sex with the young woman. And so, you know, he, no telling what he was doing to that young woman. You know, blowing in the bunkie, all kind of other crazy stuff. So, blowing in the bunkie. Now, 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 now she upset because he done tried to play her or something, acting like he don't know her. So she came with the condiments and threw the condiments all over the car. How you just make up your own scenario? Because that's the reality of the situation. Here's the thing. Men always want to uh, uh, drive a woman crazy and then complain for the woman acting crazy. You know what I mean? Huh? You tell them, girl. All right, so let's let's open up the phone lines. I'm starting here. What's the craziest thing you you done to somebody or somebody did to you? Um, I don't know if I've ever had those type of situations. I'm trying to think if anybody's ever done anything crazy. I mean, I had an ex that um ripped up my paycheck that really <laughs> and like tore my house apart. You know, in the middle of an argument, that might have been the craziest thing ever. And then um, I think I threw his uh video game console out the window. That's all. Goodness gracious, she she says nothing like that has ever happened. Jeez. <laughs> what about you, Charlemagne? Uh I've been with the same beautiful black queen for twenty four years. So we've never had any like crazy I've never we've never done anything crazy. Even when we broke up for a year, we never did anything crazy with no, each I other. Have. 
Nothing I, like I, that. I've heard, I, I, know, I, I got some. I know some crazy stories, but they not mine to tell. But I can tell you something, man. One of the cruelest things a man can do to a woman when they break up is imagine as you as a woman, you got something very important to do, like on a Thursday. So on Wednesday, that man cut up your wig. Cut up your wig. Cut up your wig, bro. Jesus Christ. What devil is that? <laughs> that is, a, is that not some cruel and unusual punishment? Jesus. Lord have mercy. Like, you know exactly how to hurt a person if you go cut a woman's wig a wig up the day before she got to do something important. Yeah, I just posted this 55-inch wig I have. Shout out to my company, Private Label. If somebody would have cut that up. See what I'm saying? Imagine yeah, you had crazy. something to do the next day and you come home and it's in the fireplace just to burn it. Yeeks. I talk about all my crazy stories in the book. So, I mean, that's if you read the book, you can see that. Yeah, if you I pop was, out I, with something new, I'm going to be like, all right. Nah, I, I didn't, you know, grab gear. We put us both in the shower so no, none of us could go out, mess up her hair, makeup and all that. I didn't did, did that stupid stuff. Somebody bought gear a watch one time. I put it under the truck, ran it over. What type of watch? It was a Movado. That's nice. Back in the day. But anyway, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? <laughs> this is uh, Rachel from Myrtle Beach. Rachel Eight, four, from three. Myrtle Beach. Good morning. What's happening, Myrtle Beach? Good morning. I'm actually from Jersey, but I, I lived here for a couple of years now. Okay. Salute to yes. Myrtle Beach. So what happened with you? Okay, so um, I'm actually the ex that did something to my exes. So um, two years ago, I called him. We were there for two years. I called him on the boulevard. Charlamagne probably knows where the boulevard is at. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I called him on the boulevard with another girl on the back of his bike. So it was kind of like telepathy because I wasn't expecting none of that. So me and my friend was on the boulevard having a little mommy's day and um, caught him on the boulevard with another girl. So we followed him to his house. Uh, she had a Chevy Equinox. She had two Benzes. So he, we actually went to the house. We sat outside his house for a little bit. He left and we messed up both his cars. He had two Benzes. So we keyed the cars. We poured oh coke gosh. on it. We Jesus. Um, flat tires, bus windows. I messed up, mess his, up the uh, good girl. He cheated on me with his car too. Her oh car too. Gosh. What was this, Black Biker Weekend or something? This is a lot. No, it was Bike Week. He's just part of a bike club and he rides bikes. You know his his bike, so I mean, yeah. Why he took it her back to the house? Weekend. He sh he was already on the boulevard. He should have went right to the Happy Holiday Motel, the little two star, the <laughs> <laughs> little two star North Ocean Boulevard. <laughs> he should have. He wouldn't have got caught up. So long story short, after I did all that, he um I I was on like a probation. Well, I was on the ankle monitor for like six <laughs> seven months. You deserved it. Was it worth yeah. it? It wasn't worth it. No, it was not worth it. He uh, went to court and said he was scared for his life. I mean, I I just was shit. I ain't going to lie to you. But it wasn't worth it. I learned from it, you know, teach his own, you know. That's horrible. On, you know, I mean, it happened. And you, you, know? you still I, loved I, him. But, but what I'm saying, what Charlamagne was saying, like, okay, he don't understand why men do things they do and then expect a woman not to act crazy. Yeah, that was the first time I ever acted up or acted crazy. I'm 30 years old. I was 20 at the time. So, I mean, like, you know. Oh, no, you're right. A lot of men, we lack self-awareness, you know what I'm saying? And we try to act like we don't know why the woman is acting that way. You know exactly why you she acting that way. It's cause and effect, bro. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. We're asking, what's the craziest thing an ex did to you or your things? Uh, we actually had the, the young lady on the line. No. That, uh, yeah, she was, on, she was on line four. Yeah, she was on the line. She not there no more? No, they said she just hung up. Man, she tell said, her call back, man. Tell that queen call back. I got her back, bro. I know what this boy done did. This boy done did something crazy to this young lady. I know. 800-585-1051. Whistling in that girl, Bookie, and wonder why she acting this way. 
<laughs> We're asking what an ex did, crazy ex did to you or your things. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, I'm broadcasting from Bethune-Cookman University at HBCU. One of the things I wanted to do is, uh, throughout the years, I want to uh, broadcast from a couple of different HBCUs so they can see behind the scenes and how radio works and all that. And today... A gentleman was a little late today, and he was late because he said he got into a little incident where uh, a young lady uh, threw mustard, ketchup, and mayo on his car. Where that young man? That young man still there? He's still here. Yeah, come Let here, me sir. talk to him, man. Come here, sir. Uncle Charlotte want to talk to you, man. <laughs> you got your story? Hey, you got your story better now? Yes, my story a little bit better now. All right, tell me what happened, sir. <laughs> I was messing with one, and I started messing with somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> what happened was... Mm. You see, cheated. Well, I mean, we wasn't together, so I get it. You got um, your feelings. No, no, not like that, not like that. But what I really messed up on, I didn't really communicate with the first one. Oh, you and, didn't tell you didn't tell her what it is. You didn't tell her that you got other young ladies on campus or whatever. No, I told her I was I was supposed to tell her I was gonna mess with other people. <laughs> you forgot. And you didn't get a I just moved on without saying it, and mm -hmm. then they found out. And that's how my car ended up like that. So that woman got every reason to be mad. You out here throwing off pH balances. You out here just passing around whoa, yeast infections. Whoa, no, for whoa. real. You know that that woman got every right to be mad. And don't you try to make her feel crazy because she threw that them condiments on your car. First, she could have came to me. We could have like actual conversation. You didn't have a conversation <laughs> right. with her? Did you yeah. have a conversation with her? Did you tell her that you want to mess with other women? No. Yes. You, no, you lie. You just told us you didn't. I said, You're not even a good liar. You just told us you didn't. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. You're twisting the words. You're twisting the words. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying was, I just started messing with other. I started messing with another one, and um. Yeah. I hope right. you hey, You're not explaining honestly, this very well, sir. I just and I hope you're protecting yourself. Are oh, you protecting yourself, man? Yes. No, he's not. He said, "Come on, please, bro." You just out here giving out yeast infections on that campus for no damn reason. Yeast infections all over the place. Goodness gracious! All right, shout out to Bethune Cookman University. All right, HBCUs. All right, now let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, Charlotte Hey, what's up, bro? What's We're happening? talking about what's the craziest thing an ex did to you with some of your stuff. Man, I got a couple stories. I'm gonna try to get them out as quick as I can, mm -hmm. man. So when one day I had an ex break into my house with her cousin, you know, so I was dealing with her for about a, a week, and she just dried broke in my house. You know what I'm saying? And uh, busted up hot sauce, eggs, uh, flour. You know what I'm saying? I, I got sauce, eggs, and flour. Sounds like she wanted to fry some fish. Man, I don't know what she had going on. It was crazy though, man. What I, state I, was I this? Got yes. her wasting that good ass flour she could be using for whiting. On everything, man. I, I got a, I got a baby mama, man. Um, we was never in a relationship, but I got uh, she broke my windshield one day, busted up my back door on, on my, you know, just because I was with another woman and she wanted me to come meet or whatever. And, like, Bro, when do you get to the point where you got to point at yourself and say it's me? Exactly. Y'all act like y'all y'all act like y'all ain't out here doing these girls dirty. You look what you just said. <laughs> look, listen to what you just said. You was with another woman. And you upset with her because she want to fry your car. 
Hey man, we were we were living in a relationship, so you know what I'm saying. I kept it, I kept it 100 with it. You ain't keeping it. You're a liar. You know how I know you're a liar? Because I was you at one point in my life. You're a liar. You did not tell that woman that she, that you had a, a other women. Let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? What's going on? This is Clay. Clay, what's Clay, happening, man? brother? What happened with you, brother? Uh, I'm okay. Um. Well, I'm from Lexington, North Carolina. I just want to shout out uh, Lexington. Uh, but what happened to me was uh, I had an ex uh, cut up my shoestring and put bleach on all of my clothes. For what? Uh, what did you do? You know, I, I don't like how y'all always start with the effect. What was the cause? What did you do? Yeah, what did you do? Okay. Okay. I mean, the, the cause was like, you know, she, she went through my phone and saw me texting somebody else. Exactly. You know? I'm, I'm just saying, though, like, but that, that caused for me to um, get bleach on my clothes. Yes! Like, yes! You out here sleeping with other women? What if you bring her something home that she can't get nah, rid of? I, nah, I wasn't sleeping with other It was women. just some text messages? Was, What'd they say? Just conversation. I mean, like... You trying to kick hey, it? how you doing? You know what I'm saying? You lying, man. Shut up, man. Why y'all be lying to us like me and Envy wasn't out here in these streets? Whoa, 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 Don't put me with that. Don't put me with that. Your Uncle Charlotte and Uncle Envy know what's going on out here. Put me in the past. Before we were were the faithful black men that we are, we was out here doing the same stupid stuff. And y'all want to call up here and lie to us. Your name. What? That was the past. Let's not focus on the past. That's my point, but we we, we use... You asking them about the past? That's right. Huh? Right. That's right. <laughs> the, story, huh? the moral of the story is stop uh, uh, doing crazy things to these women, driving them crazy, and then getting mad when they act crazy in return. Like, come on, man, stop it. You see, notice how all these guys call up here and talk about what the woman did, but they won't say what they did to make the woman do that. Come on, stop. Young, young men from uh, Bethune Cook University, is there anything you want to say on the closeout? I'm good. That's right. <laughs> hey, Stand hey, down. hey, stop, stop whistling in all them girl boonky, man. Did you whistle in her booty? He said no. Yeah, right. Have you the booty yet? Man, okay, stop talking to them chairing like that, Envy. Come on now, you can't you do all that, y'all. Calm down. Envy going crazy. Calm down. Envy go too crazy. Too far, Stop talking too like far. that, boy. Oh, you go goodness. too crazy now. Envy, we got rumors going away. You done took it too far. <laughs> took it for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. She's crazy, right? I'm just asking, why is she wilding out? That's all. Uh, yes, it's let's either. talk about... Not showering every day. We'll tell you who just uh, had a whole conversation about not showering every day. Do y'all students shower every day? Yeah. Yeah, they say they shower every day. All right, we'll talk about it next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's yeah, my spouse. How you cut off whole verse? Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. I got to so remind you guys, November 27th is my car show in Huntsville, Alabama. So... Uh, make sure you get your tickets. That's in less than eight days. So I can't wait to see you guys and uh, come on out and, and show some love. Kids five and under are free. So I can't wait to see you guys November 27th in Huntsville, Alabama, the Vaughn Braun Center. And then the next week is allegedly Angela Yee's last Yay! week. Don't nobody Let's believe that. Go! Nobody believes that at all. You don't even believe that. FNF. What's that mean? Nothing. She said she's going to be FN free. You believe that if you want to. I tell you, Angela Yee is the Woo, new Tommy and Martin. She keep talking go. about this new show. You ain't got no show, Yee. You ain't got no job. So Angela is going to be Angela Yee's last I week when we come wait. back from Can we get out uh, of the mood set up here? That would be dope. Yeah, why not? That's what we should do. I know the mood set up. Tell you the proper way to leave a show. I don't believe it. <laughs> and, and allegedly, Angelese last week is November 28th. But this, I'm going to tell you why it don't make no sense. It don't make why? no sense because 
That's all our last week for the holiday break. No, you have another week. <laughs> no, we got another week after Oh, we got another week after yeah, that? Calm down. Okay. okay. Calm if you're doing down. an audible, I'm with you now. So she's ta- so she taking vacation early is all she's doing. No, no, I got to work on the new show. So they got me doing like a bunch of stuff I to won't. get prepared for the new show. It could be from an island. I won't believe Angelique not here until she's not here. So top of the year, okay? Ooh, let's go. If I walk in here and she's still here, I just know it was all cap. Yeah. Listen. Cap. It'll be Capricorn season. And I don't even got to start again till after Martin Luther King Day. Well, Martin had a dream. And clearly this is all a dream, too. Martin had a dream. Okay. So when when you start? January 9th, right? Just calm. Nope. Calm it down. When? Okay. She don't know. Y'all enjoy your shorter (laughs) vacation. Cap. Oh, no. Wait a minute. My vacation well, Emmy's been on vacation for two months already. I'm I'm actually working. If I have to wake up every morning and broadcast, it's work. Hello? Yes, it is. What, whatever, Envy. Okay, we'll Do the see. interview with us. Way up with Angela Yee, uh, allegedly <laughs> starting uh, sometime in 2023. We'll we see. We can't wait. Let's go. We'll see. And also, well, we have- uh, listen, mm-hmm. I want to tell everybody, too, uh, tomorrow um, I'm doing my ninth annual turkey giveaway in my hometown in Monks Corner, South Carolina, uh, at the Berkeley High School student parking lot from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Y'all know how we do every year, man. Uh, it's a drive through this year. Just like it's been the past couple of years, because that's easier. You know, we started doing that during COVID, but it's easier for everybody. So 406 West Main Street, the Berkeley High School student parking lot in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pull up and get a free turkey. Turkey cost right. this year, too, boy. Lord have mercy. Or a turkey. Now we got our rooms on the way. What are we talking turkey, about? Tofu, tofu. Might got time for that. <laughs> All right. Well, is let's... your show a tofu show? Toe show? No. Toe oh, show? As in no meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a tofu. Definitely no meat on that show. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Let's get ready for rumors. Let's talk about um sex dolls. Calm down, okay. Envy. I didn't say anything. What do you mean, calm crazy. down? Crazy. You calm down. All right. We'll talk sex dolls when we. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. 
about $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come back to The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk B. Simone. It's This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
Well, B. Simone, on a recent episode of her podcast with Megan Brooks, opened up about not showering every day, and somehow it turned into a huge deal. I don't shower every day. I don't think a lot of women shower every day. Is that nasty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a normal <laughs> thing for women, though, right? It's like, At least like two days. Out of the week? I don't know what I'm saying. Like, you, you, you can miss two days. I mean, yeah. Like, if it's max, a Monday. Yeah, I'm not going not out, three, four days. Yeah, yeah, unless yeah. I'm, like, thugging it. You'll, you'll take like, a shower on Wednesday. But what would you thugging it? Like, if you take a shower on Monday, when's the next time you're taking a shower? Wednesday. At least by, no, Thursday morning. So two full days. So three Monday, days. Monday, Tuesday. Oh, Wednesday. Thursday, Wednesday. Well, I mean, a Thursday probably has happened. Like, Monday morning, then Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Like, like, if we're super busy, I'd rather sleep than shower. Nah, okay. B. I got to shower every day. Well, y'all really harassed her so much about this that she took a shower. Damn. Okay, here. I mean, I don't understand the logic of, you know, taking a shower for social media to see, because now all you're going to do is make social media know you're not going to wash for three more days. So what's two the point? Days. Well, two, two more, more days. days. Like, two what's the days. point? I don't take a shower every day. Bro, mm, I, sh- I shower no less than twice a day. I wash in the morning before I take my ass to work, and I wash before I go to bed. I don't even understand how y'all can go to sleep smelling like outside. Ain't no way. And you got to wash the day away. Wash them, you know, spirits off you. Wash that energy off you. Like, I don't, yes. And y'all, don't poop, y'all don't poop every day? Man, what is you talking about, man? Because you poop every day. You shower every day. Like, you don't you? Never mind. Maybe I'm the only one that, that showers after I poop. No? Every time? Because you be up here What pooping. is he talking about? I don't I don't be pooping up there. What's, no what's way. What's I don't up, man? What y'all serving in the Abitunga Cook Me, man? Nope. You sound drunk this morning. What the hell I'm going not on? drunk. There's no drunk, man. What the hell you talking about, man? Y'all don't poop every day? Y'all don't poop after y'all shower? Am I, I the only one that does poop that? Poop after we shower. I mean, yes. Bro, what I are poop you talking about? Shower. If, if you're asking, do we do these things on the daily? Yes. I shower no less than twice a day, and I poop no less than three times a day. Yes. No, I don't poop less. I don't poop three times a day unless like I get something. You're not healthy. You're supposed to poop every time you eat. Not sometimes, sometimes, you know, like the other day I had something from Orlando and I pooped three times, but that was in a row. But that was well, finger licking? three times in a row. Yeah, All right, no, guys. Wasn't, wasn't How do we get the poop? I thought you were talking about showering, bro. I'm going to have finger licking tonight, though. I'm excited about that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, after you put your finger in your. Never mind. Jesus. What? Christ. <laughs> Y'all need what a break. are you talking about? Yeah. It's Freaky Freaky Friday. It's time, for, it's time for low vibrational plates. Low vibrational plate season, bro. I'm ready for Thanksgiving. Y'all need a break. All right, now let's talk about Young Baloo. He was on lip service, and he said that he spent $4,000 on a sex doll. I bought a little <laughs> six robot one time. Oh like my God. Six. I was just on some kinky <laughs> It just ain't feel right. It felt like I was <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> it just ain't feel so right. I just couldn't get into it. Okay, so was I it thought like, I could. How, did she feel? Was she, how did she feel? Like, like fleshy? It feel like fleshy, but okay. I don't know. Like, it just, yeah, they got everything girl got, but it's just like, it's not like warm. Real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, not like warm. But they got the ones where you could like heat them up and stuff. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Reheat the oven. Did you, know you in the doll? God damn. <laughs> He said he couldn't get no, it. No, I couldn't it. get that. I couldn't get that. I couldn't get that. It felt like weird. What did you do with her after you gave her away? You threw it away. No, no, no. no. I had you left throw her away. I still in my sprinter. It's like a big box in She's my sprinter. Don't nobody know. Oh my god! Don't nobody know what it is. How does he know what effing a dead body feels like? He said, "I'm sure he like, can assume that this is what it must be like. It's not moving. It's not doing anything. It's not making any noises." Young mm. so, Blue has too much money to buy a, a, a fake body <laughs> vagina. That's weird. He didn't want to cheat. Also, you know how much poom poom you can purchase with four thousand dollars in two thousand twenty two. He didn't want to cheat on his woman. Oh, he considered that cheating though. 
I don't think that's the sex true. doll. Might, the, the sex doll might be even stranger. Like your woman yeah. walk in with you on the sex doll. <laughs> that's weird. You going ham on the sex doll? And, your, your, and you your know what's great about the sex doll? It ain't got no job, so it's always available. But you know what's messed up about that? If you you can't even explain that to your woman because she's like, "What are you doing?" Well, I'm sleeping with the sex doll because I didn't want to cheat. So you want to cheat? That's basically what you're saying. No, I'm saying you don't want to. No, you're essentially saying you needed to get the dog because you had to get this urge of cheating out of you. You want something else. That's what you're saying. It's really just like expensive masturbation. Man. No, it's not. Yeah, well, how would you feel if you walked in and your man was going ham on a sex doll? Was she cute? Let's say it looked nothing like you. <laughs> what did you just say, Nick? All right. Um, All I know is Poom Poom. You can purchase a lot of Poom Poom for $4,000. So then is it is like a, a dildo? Is that cheating for women? No, I don't think so. Well, but, it's but, the same but, thing. No, because much. you're well, using, you're using, thing. you're a lot of times women use the, the, the th- that thing you just named with their man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a lot sure of there's women some use it alone. Use yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of women that, use it alone. I think it's alone. different. I think I think I think that what you're talking about is more like masturbation. As opposed yes, I think yeah, sex doll is robot a, in. actual yeah robot. Right, so what if it just had the the just the vagina part? I just don't want y'all spending four thousand dollars on no poom poom man. Okay. That's 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 trust me. Whiting and oxtail cost more than poom poom in 2022. All right, so it's actually a discount. You don't got to take nobody to dinner. You just buy the doll. All right, now Ari Lennox has announced her age sex location tour, and that's going to be, of course, in support of that album. It's a 27 city tour. It kicks off January 26 in Vegas at the House of Blues. So make sure you guys check her out. Also, Glorilla is planning her tour. She got her first Grammy nomination, and she'll be taking her her uh, show on the road. That also kicks off um, in January, January 27th for Glorilla, and that's going to start off in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Congrats right, to those ladies. young ladies. Go get that check. All right, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss E. Now, Charlamagne, I have a message from my eight-year-old. His name is Jackson. He says, uh, Dad, you and Charlamagne are embarrassing me. Uh, what do you mean by blowing in the booty? I didn't say that. I said whistle. Yes, you did. I said, oh, you said whistle. You said blow in the booty, too. I said whistle said in the booty. Did he hear you ask that young student at Bethune-Cookman if he does that? I didn't respond to him. He's in class right now. I didn't respond to him. I didn't respond to him. I just wanted to tell you your effect that you're having on my young child. We gay who cares? What? What? What list was that? I didn't that? even say that. What was that? I, that wasn't even me. It was. I didn't you just yelled that. that out out I was of whistling. nowhere? How I talk and whistle at the same time. This came out of nowhere? He just... All right. I can't believe he just said that. Okay. Who are you giving your donkey to? Y'all son? know what song that is? Yeah, whistle to why you twerk. That's right. Dropping the clues bomb for the Ying Yang twerk. Legends out there. Damn it. Uh, four after the hour, we need Deputy Tim Despinit, uh to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor, and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum. Large size condoms. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. The Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, November 18th goes to Deputy Tim Dispinit. 
a 19-year veteran with the Vermillion County Sheriff's Office. Sometimes I walk in this studio and I can't believe the things that are in the news, okay? The whole world feels like a spoof, all right? I really think we're in a sitcom. That's why you got people running around here saying they got main character energy and telling other people they non-playable characters, okay, extras in this movie or this TV show called Life and this story today. It's just no way, man. I looked at this, I'm like, this can't possibly be real, but it is real, okay? I'm going to just simply tell you that there is currently an investigation underway after an officer accidentally fired a gun and hit a student at South Vermillion High School in Indiana. Now, how does a cop accidentally shoot a student? Let's go to WDRB News for the report, please. An Indiana student was hurt after a deputy's gun went off inside a school. Indiana State Police say the shooting happened this morning in Vermillion County. That's west of Indianapolis. ISP says a sheriff's deputy was at South Vermillion High School teaching a law enforcement class when he accidentally discharged his gun. A student was hit. Now. Police say the student is in the hospital but expected to survive. The deputy, who is a 19-year veteran with the department, is on administrative leave during the investigation. A veteran? Sounds like a rookie mistake to me. There was a class teaching students how to be officers. Participants in the classroom were doing a drill about a scenario with a so-called bad guy. And Tim Despinett, 19-year veteran, accidentally fired his gun and hit a student. <laughs> if that student was black, if that student was brown, it wasn't an accident. It was routine. Okay? Ask Tim if he mistook this student's phone for a gun. All right, did this student have his hands up and his back turned as well? Huh? Have people not learned anything from Alec Baldwin? Why are officers using real ammo in a setting where they are teaching students how to be officers? What is this teaching the students? That it's okay to shoot someone when you're a cop? Just say it's an accident? I thank God it was a non-life-threatening injury. But this is not doing anything to help with the perception of police officers in America, okay? I mean, this is like Nick Cannon teaching a sex education class at an HBCU and accidentally getting one of the students pregnant. Really? Would anyone be surprised? Would anyone believe that was an accident? Huh? Would this be considered an accident? Of course it wouldn't. All right? Same thing with Tim Dispinit. Do you want to change narratives or reinforce them? Huh? Some donkey today just sell themselves. Please give Tim Dispinit the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey. Thank you for that donkey today, sir. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, when we come back, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's freaking, freaking, freaking Friday. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Morning. All right. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts on sex dolls? And ladies and fellas, what would you do if you walk in on your spouse and they go on ham on a sex doll? Where does this topic come from? And what if you don't eat pork? Well, this comes from Young Blue. He did an interview with Lip Service, and he was talking... Sex dolls, you have the audio? I bought a little <laughs> six robot one time. Oh like, my God. Six. I was just on some kinky <laughs> It just ain't feel right. It felt like I was <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> it just ain't feel so right. I just couldn't get into it. To it. <laughs> okay, so was I it like, how did she feel? Was she, how did she feel? Like, like fleshy? It feel like fleshy, but okay. I don't know. Like it just, yeah, they got everything girl got, but it's just like, it's not like warm. Real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, not like warm. But they got the ones where you could like heat them up and stuff. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Reheat the oven. Did you? the doll? God damn. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he said he couldn't get no, it. No, I couldn't it. get that. I couldn't, couldn't get, get that. Get that far. I couldn't get that. It felt like weird. What did you do with her after you gave I her away? away? You threw it no, away. No, no, no. I had you left her away. still in my sprinter. It's like a big box in She's my sprinter. Don't nobody know. Don't nobody know what it is. You know, I have so many questions. After you finish, you know, do you put the doll back up? Yeah. Do you clean the doll? Do you kiss the doll, say goodnight? Like, how does that work? washcloth. Yo, that is crazy. 800. So let's ask you, Yee, what would you do if you walked in and you seen your man going ham on a sex doll? Why you keep saying going ham, bro? Like going crazy. Knocking off, whatever you want to call it. I pull up my phone and be like, world star. That's what you would do? I would think it was funny. Honestly. I would think it was funny. It would be weird, but it would also just be kind of funny to It'd be weird to explain, especially with the reason that uh, Young Blue used, because, you know, the first thing I would think if I was a woman is, oh, so you want to cheat. You want something else. Because you said you got the doll, so you did not cheat. So you wouldn't cheat, right? That's what he said, right? Well, he was on the road, so I guess he just, in case he was feeling lonely, he mm-hmm. he maybe thought it would be a good idea. This would be a good replacement till I get back home. I, what if I, the doll I, looked nothing like, like advanced? Um, he said the doll did not look at, you know, they only had white ones. So you might be just getting whatever's available, too. Or if it's on sale. And he said a robot. Yeah, it's just a, it was a doll. Oh. <laughs> All right, 800-585-1051. What would you do if your spouse walked in or you walked in on your spouse? I hope you still ain't got your little son listening to this show, bro. <laughs> he's no, he's in he's in school. In okay. But now we have a family chat right now, and uh, Logan was just like, you see, Dad did that to me, now he's doing it to Jackson. I didn't say whistling the booty. Charlemagne said whistling the booty. You brought it back up, I don't and know you why just brought you, it back up again. Your eight-year-old shouldn't be listening to this show. <laughs> Obviously. All right, but 800-585-1051. We're talking about sex dolls. What would you do if... Oh, God. You you know, you or your spouse, you walked in on your spouse, you know, smashing a sex doll. What would you do if you walked in on gear with a sex doll? Hmm. (laughs) Let's talk about that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Freaky, Freaky Freaky Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question comes from Young Blue. He was on lip service, and this is what he said about sex dolls. I bought a little <laughs> six robot one time. Oh like my God. Six. I was just on some kinky shit. It just ain't feel right. It felt like I was <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> it just ain't feel right. I just couldn't get into it. Okay, so was I it thought like, I could. how did she feel? Was she, how did she feel? Like, like fleshy? It feel like fleshy, but okay. I don't know. Like, it just, yeah, they got everything girl got, but it's just like, it's not like warm. Real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, not like warm. But they got the ones where you could like heat them up and stuff. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Reheat the oven. Did you in the doll? God damn. He said he couldn't get no, it. No, I couldn't it. get that. I couldn't, couldn't get that. that I couldn't get that. It felt like weird. What did you do with her after you gave her away? You threw it away. I think she's still in my sprinter. It's like a big box in she's my sprinter. Don't nobody know. Oh my God. Don't nobody know what it is. So 800-585-1051. We're asking, what would you do if you walked in on your spouse uh, smashing a, a sex doll? Now, you right before commercial, you asked, what would I do if... if you walked in on Gia and she had... I walked this, in on my wife having sex with a sex doll. This handsome, chocolatey, abs, six-pack. Can you know. women have sex with sex dolls? Yeah. Yes. Or they come with the thing? They better. With the penis? Yes. Uh, a but, but wouldn't it be like a balloon? Wouldn't it bust? No. It's the same thing as using a vibrator. They don't bust. I thought... These I things would. are rubbery, too. They're not like... A blow up doll. Oh, got gotcha. you. Okay, see, that's what I'm thinking. I'm it's thinking like, like a fleshy. blow up doll. Got gotcha. you. That's why it's four thousand dollars that he paid for. Oh, it. I'm light skinned. I'd be hurt if I walked in and my wife was smashing the sex doll. 
I would, I would be hurt. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here. Especially and lie. if she had hurt. an orgasm. Yo, shut up. What about you, Charlamagne? I don't see the need for a sex doll unless it looks extremely, extremely lifelike. Like, I would feel stupid with a sex doll. Like, imagine talking to the sex doll. You like this? You like this? And then, and, then, and then imagine waiting to hear the sex doll talk back. How stupid would you feel in that moment? So, can you say that again? What, what would you say to the sex doll? I'm, I'm not doing kidding. that. I'm not doing just that. Just do it. What, what, nah, what, I'm not, because what I don't know where you, you at right now. You might have snuck off to the bathroom right now. Want me to do that again while you got your little jergens with you. My little jerk. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You kinky. What's wrong with you? You kinky. What's wrong with you? All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? Hi. This is Chardonnay. I'm Chardonnay. Hey, Chardonnay. How are you guys? Morning. Chardonnay. Hey, Chardonnay. What's happening? All right, Chardonnay. So what would you do if you walked in and your spouse was smashing a sex doll? I'm going to start fighting him. (laughs) I'm going to start fighting him. Why? It's like, why would you? Why? Why? I'm right here. Ooh. That's well, what, what I if said. You, what if you just came home early from out of town? Oh, man, I don't care. Why can't you wait? That's how I feel. Being with a sex doll is literally like saying, yo, you want something else. You want you want to cheat. Now, what if he was just masturbating? Masturbating with the sex doll next no, to No, 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 no. Not with the sex doll, <laughs> but just by himself. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's different. I feel like masturbation is like a personal like pleasure. Like when you take time for yourself, it's like self-care. That's right. Because my whole thing is you're saying why couldn't you wait? But then if he was masturbating, wouldn't you say the same thing? Yeah, but it's a doll. It's different when it's your own hand. So in like in my head, like I would think like he's imagining like an actual woman. Yes, I agree. And in a way, that's a little extra because I wouldn't I wouldn't want to have sex with a male sex doll. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you explain that. I really don't. Yeah, that's wow. All right. Well, thank you for calling, Mama. Hello, who's this? Nikki from Duval. Hey, Duval. Good morning. What would you do if you walked in on your, your man or your, your significant other with a sex doll? First of all, after I take mm-hmm. my doll off the floor, <laughs> I'm going to ask him. I know he's going to be butt-naked in there, <laughs> join Beasel with his doll. I'm going to cut his ass And then I'm going to call his mama and say it's naked. Would Dang. you, would mama you break up with mama. him or, or would you stay with him? Girl, I'm going to break up with you. I don't want no freaking going to run around here so that he can have sex with a plastic dog. <laughs> I didn't know this was a deal breaker. Thank you, mama. Let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? <laughs> now, what would you do when you walked in and your spouse was smashing a sex dog? I wouldn't do nothing. I'd probably record it and enjoy it. Probably join in. I've offered to buy my husband one. Join in and do what? I mean, I got my own toys to so. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, see, she like freaky stuff. She down with she... I mean, that's just who I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get down with you the get down. You wouldn't feel offended, though, if you walk in and he still want the doll? Hell no. That's kind of... I mean, I, when I say I got toys, I got toys galore. The rose is my favorite, but I got one wand that both ends work. Okay, so I ain't worried. Okay. <laughs> both ends work? What? Yeah, one is like a knob, so it vibrates, and then the other one is like the stem, so it rotates. All right. What's the well, name of it? You want one? You want one? You want one? Like you want one. The magic wand? <laughs> the magic wand. The magic wand. All right. He wrote that down. He's going to get that for himself. Thank you, Mama. 800-585-1051 is Freaky 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 Friday. And the Freaky Freaky Friday question is, what would you do if you walked in and your spouse was smashing a sex doll? Magic Wand at number $21 on Adam and Eve. Are you really about to buy one? It's the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about sex dolls. Well, let's start it right. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. The Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday question comes from Young Blue on Lip Service with Angela Yee. Let's listen. I bought a little <laughs> six robot one time. Oh, like, my God. Six. I was just on some kinky it just ain't feel right. It felt like I was f***ing the dead body. <laughs> it just ain't feel right. I just couldn't get it to her. Okay, so was I it thought like, I was how did she feel? Was she, how did she feel? Like, like fleshy? It feel like fleshy, but okay. I don't know. Like, it just, yeah, they got everything girl got, but it's just like, it's not like warm. Real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like warm. But they got the ones where you could like heat them up and stuff. Oh, my you God. You know what I'm saying? Reheat the, the oven. You did you f***ing the dog? God damn. <laughs> He said he couldn't get no, it. No, I it. couldn't get that. I couldn't get that. I couldn't get that. It felt like weird. What did you do with her after you gave I her had away? Throw it away? You threw it no, away. No, no, no. I had you left her. I think still in my sprinter. It's like a big box in She's my sprinter. Don't nobody know. Oh my god! Don't nobody know what it is. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What would you do if your spouse walked in? And uh, well, you walked in on your spouse smashing the sex dolls. Now, Evan, what did you do with the mold of Charlemagne's butt that he gave you? I left it there. I never took that home. Oh, so you use right it? You use studio. it here? He definitely used it here. We saw I've that on never camera. Never used that stupid doll. That doll is stew somewhere in there. And I'm going to you, Human Resources you, about you, that too. You, you <laughs> f***ed that doll, bro. You smacked his butt. That's right. How do you think it, he felt about that? This is awkward. And uncomfortable. I mean, the, the, the sex doll topic is interesting though, because I'm telling you, man, it just makes it seem like you want something else. You know what I mean? It's not like a toy or masturbation. It's like, yo, you want something else or some other body in the room. That's got to make a person feel a way. I would say so. Now let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's the word? Envy is Mellow. Mellow. What's up, Mellow? Mellow. Life is amazing. It is what it should be. How y'all feeling? Peace, Mellow. What's happening, Good, King? Mello. And Mellow, you know it's um wholesale day in Detroit this weekend. Exactly, and I'm gonna buy my sex doll a wig from you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Private label. You got a sex doll, Mellow? <laughs> yeah, it's called it's the Mouthmaster Five Thousand. We spoke about this before. See, now my whole thing is it's cool when they do it, and it's a problem when I do it. So women, y'all could blow the transmission on y'all rose toy. But the second I want the Mouth Master 5000 with the non joke collection tray, I'm a creep. The Mouth Master <laughs> 5000 is not a doll, though, bro. The Math Master 5000 is like a machine. It's not a doll, bro. It's like the same I, thing. I, no, it's not. It's, it's not even close it's to the same, same thing. thing. You feel me? It's the same stuff, different toilet. You feel me? Like, it, no, not. a Mouth Master 5000 is a sex toy for men. It's the not the doll, mouth bro. Master 500 with the what tray? If Math Master 5000. The non drip collection, you feel me? Like, come on, don't make me say it again. You heard me the first time. Don't make him say now it again. Have, I, I had you one. Somebody me? somebody sent me one up here. The, ma exactly. the Mouth Master 5000? Yeah. One up there, I, was doing, I told y'all about it. I'm like, why is it a problem when we do it? Like, what's wrong with that? I don't think it's a problem with that. I, the sex doll is just a bit much. You know that what I mean? It's a bit much. No, there, there, there's nothing wrong with the Mouth Master 5000. The Mouth Master 5000 is like the, the male rolls or the male, you know, uh, whatever. But the, the, the doll is a little bit much, bro. You're not going to judge, Mello. You know, I mean, it, it might be, but you ain't got to tell nobody. And if she, the only reason why anybody would know is if she tell everybody. And if she tell everybody, that means she's snitching. So you should leave her anyway. The only thing about the Mouth Master, the Mouth Master, you got to clean it up. That's the only thing. Okay, so... Added about your regular chores. You feel me? You clean up the crib every week. That's true. That's, 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 that's very true. It's hard, though, bro. You know, you, you, ever, you ever boil grits on the stove, and then when the grits boil over, it get into the eye? And how hard oh, yeah, it is nah. to clean the eye? That's how it is with that what mouth mask. What are you talking about? And you said chores like once a week. You, I hope you clean it more than once a week. 
I mean, if you're using it more than once a week, then you should probably leave your girl anyway because you shouldn't be needing it that often. Might as well go hold you. <laughs> True. All right, Mello. Hello, who's this? Yeah, how you doing? This is Prince from Cleveland, how are you? What's up, Prince from Cleveland, Ohio? We're asking, what do you do if you're walking on your spouse, you know, smashing a uh, sex doll? Uh, really, I can't really say too much. I'd be cool with it. I got a shorty. She got a little deal, though, probably, but I'm calling about me because I got me a little vagina pocket, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it put up in a cut. I don't know. I don't know how to take it if she ever catch me with it. I try my best to hide it. She only like five, two, so I try <laughs> to put it on the highest shelf in the household. If you ever find it, I'm going to flip the script. Like, why are you going through my stuff? No. Bro, sex toys are great. It's the sex doll that's a little bit nuts. Like, I not... think it's just another level of it. I don't think so. I think it's a person. Hey, I get it, but hey, like my boy DJ Evie said, I'll be going ham with that thing. So if I had it, <laughs> I had, you know, well, I had have my way with it because she ain't giving up right now. She just had a baby. You know how it goes. Oh, okay. So you Nothing would get a doll if you could, you know, step it up and get the doll, you would. Yeah, but I feel like if I have money to pay for a doll, I'm going to go ahead and pay for the real thing, you know? That's oh, what I'm my God. Come on, $4,000 for some Poom Poom is crazy, bro. <sighs> hey, the he's like, I'd rather just cheat for real. What's the moment? And Poom Poom ain't even that expensive in these streets. Whiten and Oxtail way more expensive. Oh my goodness. What's the moral of the story? I don't know if there's a moral of the story, but I want to say this real quick. You know what else I don't understand? What's that? <laughs> Women who suck on scrap-ons. And I also don't understand, and I also don't understand the woman who what? wears the scrap-on and moans like she can feel it. That is like a form of mental illness, bro. You don't what? think so? <laughs> You've been watching a lot of porn recently. I'm bro. just saying, I'm at, you you got the scrap on on and you acting like you can feel it when somebody's sucking on it. Like that is crazy to me. You guys has that happened? Has that happened to you? <laughs> I don't want to talk to y'all no more. We be trying to <laughs> we be sharing conversation on here and y'all always gotta take it too far. Well, you don't know what people. it is until you try it. I know that I know I can't feel it. I know that much. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. That's like Nothing like a, the real thing. That's like getting a tattoo on a fake arm and acting like it hurts. Right. You know what I mean? Ouch. No, Ouch. No, no, no. Do it again. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we got rumors on the way. Uh, yeah, let's talk about new music because it's Friday. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Don't forget, next week, Sunday, November 27th, is my car show, the last car show of the year. Huntsville, Alabama, the Drive Your Dreams. We're bringing celebrity cars, exotic cars, American muscle. There's uh, amusement rides and games for the kids. Kids five and under are free cars from everybody from 50, Fab, Bun B, and a host of others. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. And when we come back, because we're taking a week off, of course, for, for uh, Thanksgiving, will be Angela E's last week. Yes, Allegedly. baby. Let's go. Allegedly. Allegedly. So we want to know your favorite Angela E moment on The Breakfast Club. You could actually email us or, or hit us on Instagram or, or comment on The Breakfast Club page. Your favorite Angela E moment. I didn't know about this. You didn't even, we don't even know if you're really leaving or not. All right. And listen, I, I want to... He just made this up. I think he just made that up, too. <laughs> also, uh, tomorrow, man, everybody in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, my hometown, you know, I'm doing my annual turkey giveaway. It's my ninth annual turkey giveaway uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Berkeley High School student parking lot. Uh, all you got to do is pull up, man. Just pull up. It's a drive-through. One turkey per family. See y'all tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Berkeley High School student parking lot, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Uh, come get a free bird, man. On me. All right.
Positive note. Positive note is simply this, man. And I want y'all to think about this since we are fast approaching low vibrational holiday eating Thanksgiving and we're going to be at tables, right? Okay. If God removed you from a table where you used to sit, it's because you were being saved from the poison they were serving. Breakfast club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 